my name's Carson, and you're listening to the Just Keep Showing Up podcast, a show created to provide you with juicy, helpful copywriting and marketing tips, as well as inspiring conversations with friends I've met along the way, so you can keep showing up to grow your brand and bring your magic to life. Without further ado, let's dive in to today's episode. Howdy, and welcome back to the Just Keep Showing Up podcast. In case we haven't met before, I'm your host, Carson Murray, and in today's episode, we're going to be chatting about the two things you can do before you hire a copywriter to set yourself up for success and have a smoother process. Because if you've outsourced parts of your business before, whether a long-term project or contracted work, then you might know the onboarding process can require a bit of effort from you up front. This means time away from showing up in your business and other impactful ways in order to get your contractors what they need to start your project. Or maybe you've never hired out before, but you're planning to and you realize it might take some time on the back end and you wanna get yourself organized from the get-go. Either way, you might be feeling a bit unprepared right now, and getting organized before you work with a copywriter can save you loads of time and make the project a lot more enjoyable for both parties, trust me. And as a copywriter and service provider myself, I care about making the process as smooth as possible for my clients so they can get back to doing what they're best at and I can avoid having to wait on the assets I need to complete their projects. And after working with nearly 70 small business owners in the last two and a half years, I've definitely learned some simple ways to help my clients prepare to work with me, and I hope to share that with you today. So if you're a small business owner looking to work with me or another copywriter and want to be sure you're organized so you can quickly pass your project off and get back to running your business, simply tune into this episode and be sure to grab the free checklist available in today's show notes afterward. Because by the end of this episode, you'll definitely have a bit more clarity on if you're ready to work with a copywriter yet or not, and you'll know which assets and content to gather and how to organize them for a smoother process. Doing this will definitely help you avoid having a clunky, time-consuming work relationship or extending project deadlines and setting your website or sales page launch back even further. So if you're ready to move from feeling unsure and unprepared about working with a copywriter to getting your copy project off your plate and spending your time in ways that will make a greater impact on your business, this episode is for you, my friend. Without further ado, let's dive on in. Okay, one of the most important things you'll need to have done before you work with a copywriter is a ready-to-market offer, all right? That is one of the easiest ways to tell if you're ready to work with a copywriter yet or not, and it come, you know, you have to kind of be honest with where you're at in your offer development. If you're looking at your offer, because in order to write copy for, you know, your brand or a specific offer, because if we're writing website copy, it's it's likely for your brand and your offers as a whole. And if we're writing website copy or a sales page copy, it's likely for a specific offer. So we need to have that offer fully developed before you hire out your copywriter or before, definitely before you start your project with your copywriter. Because contrary to some of my past experiences, copywriters are not offering strategists at least not unless they say they are, okay? And a lot of the copywriters that I know are not offer developers or offer strategists um, or offering sweet strategists, which means, you know, like just 
helping you strategize your offer and all the details and the pricing and all that good stuff. Um, and when you work with me, whether it be on a website, sales page, or email campaign project, I have to know what your offer is, what you'd like to call it, what it includes, how it can help others, the price breakdown, and so on before I, or any other copywriter for that matter, can write for it. And I know like you hearing that, it makes total sense, but I don't know how many times in the past I have worked with a client and you know, I, I get on a clarity call and they're telling me that they would like website copy or sales page copy or email campaign copy. And then when we get to the homework or onboarding portion of their project and in I have a brilliant offers um, questionnaire, which gathers all this important um, information about their offer. And they, you know, put in the answer boxes that they haven't fully developed their offer. They don't really know what the details are yet. They don't know what the price is for it yet. They don't, they don't know what they wanna call it yet. And um, please hear me when I say this is not me coming down hard on anyone for not knowing what they don't know because it is totally okay to still be figuring things out. Like it's okay to still be fi figuring out what your offer is. There's no shame there, but this is not the time for it um, because this tends to set the project back a lot, right? Um, and then I think in that process, the client then depends on the copywriter to help them, you know, name their offering or, you know, I've had questions about like, what do you think this, like, do you think this offer includes enough or, you know, do you think, um, like, what do you think the price point should be for this? And while I would say that I am pretty savvy because I've, you know, I've worked with people for quite some time and I've, I've definitely done some like marketing strategy and stuff like that for clients and and other copywriters um it's just it's not in my scope of practice it's not my zone of genius i would say it's definitely not my zone of genius or where i want to be spending spending my time or energy for my copywriting clients okay um so you know just think about if you as a service provider some you know you saying you saying that you don't do X, Y, and Z, but your client depending on you to come through with that part. It's just, it, there's like this pressure and then, you know, there's, you know, the service provider's kind of bummed because they're like, oh, like this should have been done. But then there's so much grace for the client because a lot of times, um, my clients come to me and I'm the first copywriter that they've ever hired and they just they didn't know what they didn't know and maybe I could have been clearer on saying like hey I'm not an offering strategist or hey I don't do x y and z um but this is definitely something that I realized that clients really do need to have nailed down unless your copywriter says hey, I'm also an offering strategist. I'd love to help you name your offer. I'd love to help you come up with a price for your offer, which nine times out of 10, at least eight times out of 10, I've, I've not seen a copywriter be that. Like that's kind of like a marketing strategist and, a, and an offer and developing strategist piece of like your offer. And the hiring a copywriter is the time to market that offer with words and have everything nailed down, right? So again, please hear me when I say this is not me coming down hard on anyone because people don't know what they don't know. And I think us as copywriters, if any copywriter is listening to this right now in order to refine their process, um, we can definitely do a better job of being clear on what we're not um, so that you know our clients can get a little bit more prepared. So not me coming down hard, not me shaming anyone, but 
not coming to the table, coming to the project, not knowing this kind of information can definitely cause project delays um, and project delay penalty fees, right? Because a lot of times like we have project start dates and project end dates. And that is because, you know, we have another client coming in behind you. So if you're not able to get us what we need, in order to complete your project on time and it's kind of bleeding into our project timeline causing us more stress and causing us to have to change our timeline there's definitely project delay penalty fees which you want to avoid and you know it also causes like a wonky drawn out process for both parties none of those will help you make the most of your investment or help your offer like get your offer out into the world in a timely manner so you can market what you do and increase your income right like we want to have everything ready for your project so that we can put it on a website put it on a sales page you can drive traffic to it and make your investment back plus tenfold, right? Hopefully that's the goal. So here are some things I recommend you know and nail down about your offer before you hire a copywriter instead. Because I'm all about not just telling you, hey, don't do this, <laughs> but here's what you can do instead. So here are some things that I would love for you to know about your offer before you work with me. And other copywriters might be saying amen at the same time. And that is your offer's name and the problem it can solve for your people, right? So whoever your offer is for and how it can help others and the offer name we, we need to know. Um, also a short description of what it is and how it can help others, so like a one-liner, okay? So we, we want a one-liner and you can just, it, it, listen, this doesn't have to be perfect. Um, if you're not working with an offer strategist and you're like, oh, Carson, like I'm not working with someone, like I'm kind of just making up the details about my offer on my own, that is okay. This doesn't have to be perfect. Um, a copywriter can come in behind this information and tweak it and massage it. That's our job. But like I've had, you know, people not provide one-liners for their offer or not know their offer's name. And that is just not something I can do for you, right? Um, so short description of what it is and how it can help others. One-liner, the name of your offer for sure. The features of your offer. So what does your offer include? What are some line items? Like um, if it's a course or a program, I need to know the modules, like you need to have your modules mapped out and the lessons inside those modules so that we can lay it out on a sales page really nicely and clearly. Um, if it's a group program or, you know, something or a membership, we definitely need to have the details, like what is included when they purchase this? What does it look like when, when people are inside of it and all the deliverables like included in, in your offer? And then we also need the benefits of your offer. So these are kind of like the hard or the soft skills people will learn when they engage with your offer, when they complete it. So after they go through your course, what kind of skills can they stand to gain? Or in your membership, like what kind of, what what will they learn? Or, you know, what what will they gain by being inside? of it. We need to know how it will benefit others. And then lastly, the price. All right. So this includes a starting at price and any payment plan breakdowns. We definitely need to know that too, um, because I definitely have times when people are like, oh, I don't know if I want to put my price on my sales page or on my services page. And oh, I definitely think it's an ethical practice to not price hide. I don't really think a lot of good comes from price hiding. I definitely understand where people like the where the fear comes from and I will validate that all day long. But then I also come in and kind of guide you um, into a comfortable spot to be like, hey, like, you know, if this is a customizable offer, we don't have to put, you know, like a standard price. We can just put like starting at, you know, XYZ price and then letting them know in the copy that they can customize it and it might be more. 
or that you'll talk about that on your clarity or discovery call. And for, you know, an offer, likely there will be payment plans. We need to know the payment plan breakdown, how many months um, you're allowing them to pay off this offer and what that price is. Okay, so... We definitely need to have a ready-to-market offer. I cannot stress that enough. And again, there's so much grace. If you're someone who has worked with me and you're listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, Carson, I was definitely one of those people who put like, I don't know what the price of my offer is. How much do you think it should be? Or what do you think the feature, like, you know, X, Y, and Z, um, it's okay. There's so much grace. You don't know what you don't know. I totally understand that a lot of times I'm someone's first copywriter and I'm totally honored to be that and to continue the work relationship. Um, but this will just like help you in the long run too, I think. Because I've definitely had some times where, you know, I'm just like talking to a client about their offer and I ask them like, hey, like what's the offer's name? Or like, what do you think is the main problem that your offer solves for people? And I've had people be like, well, I was hoping you could help me figure that out. And I'm like, what? Like you should definitely know the main problem that your offer solves before we take it to a page to market it. And like I, it's, you know, I I need some help from you before I can write about your offer. So I hope that you can see that this is like very lighthearted, but also very important at the same time. Okay, so the second thing that would be amazing for you to have is an organized and easily shareable project assets folder of some sort, or just have your your project assets just organized and easily shareable in general, okay? Because like most service providers, there's a handful of assets that I'll need from you in order to begin and complete your project. And these assets are likely things that not only myself, but other contractors will need from you too. So taking the time now to gather and organize them in a place where you can share them quickly can save you time away from your business in the future, all right? So just helping you set yourself up for success, not only for me, but for others as well, and mostly for you, definitely for you. So here's what you'll likely need to gather when working with a copywriter, okay? Number one, testimonials. These can be written, they can be screenshots, or they can be video. It doesn't matter. Just, you know, create a folder, Google Drive folder, call testimonials and start, um, you know, screenshotting or dragging and dropping videos or written things or whatever it is into that folder for your copywriter, okay? Um, The next thing is FAQs for your brand or any individual offers, all right? So if we're writing a sales page for a course or a program, you're likely going to want to put some, you know, frequently asked questions on there to clarify things and help people make a decision about your offer. So have those ready to go. Because I, again, those are things like, you know, I can help you. Like if you're like, hey, Carson, I don't know, like what are some common FAQs that you think based on like prior experience that people might have, I can definitely help guide you. But it would also be amazing for you to be as specific as possible, especially if you've run this program or this course in the past and you have questions from students or, you know, previous potential clients or customers that, you know, I don't know those things. Like I'm not in your DMs. I'm not in your inbox. I can't see questions that people are asking you. So if you have any like specific questions that you want to address that come up a lot for you, definitely start dropping those in an FAQ doc and you can organize, you know, you can have multiple docs. Maybe you have one for each offer or you have one for your brand overall, but having FAQs ready to go is just chef's kiss. Amazing. We love it. 
The next thing, offer information. We already went over this a little bit, but you know, a breakdown of your course, program, membership, and any accompanying offer assets like workbooks. Okay, so this is mostly for like a sales page when we are writing for courses or programs. A lot of times my clients will have you know, workbooks that they are including in their course or in their program. And that really helps me get to know the offer a little better because it's like a deep dive into your brain, into your framework, um, into the information that you're presenting to people. It's just really helpful content for me to be able to see. Definitely need like the details of your program. If it's a four-week program, what's included in those weeks? Or, you know, again, if it's a course, I would love to know what your modules are and the lessons and what's included like what the main you know topic of each module is and what the lesson titles are like that would be wonderful information to know so again just create a folder with offer information and you can organize it by offer and just start dragging and dropping specific information um, you know per offer or service or whatever and that might look like for you Next is prior brand strategy work. So if you've started working with a designer who is also a brand strategist, amazing, we love that, then they and your copywriter, so maybe myself, will likely be doing some overlapping work. I've found that so many times that when it comes to brand strategy and copywriting, your brand strategist and your copywriter will likely ask a lot of the same questions. Um, So I just love to see how you answered it with them and with myself so that we are, you know, um, your messaging just remains cohesive throughout your project is the main goal there. So, you know, drag and drop any prior brand strategy work in your folder as well. Um, And then lastly, market research. So if you've recently conducted any market research as it relates to your brand or offer, that is super helpful and I would love for you to share that. So whether it's like a poll that you did on Instagram about a specific offer or, you know, I like to do like a Google um, forum, I send like that out to my community Um, a couple times a year for market research. So if you have any of that information, I would just love to know how people are talking about your brand and what, you know, kind of problems that they might be facing and solutions that they would like to see and stuff like that. So that would be amazing to drag and drop into that folder as well. And then a bonus asset. So if like you're, if you're just flying through those, a bonus asset when working with me personally, I can, this is for me, is to share your brand colors and any imagery as I I love to edit the copy map that I create for your website or sales page to align with your branding as closely as possible. So for myself, when I write copy, I don't write it in um, Google Doc form. No, no shame. Like, you know, other copywriters write in Google Doc form. That is amazing. That's just not how my brain works. And I love to pair... um, my copywriting with like website strategy okay because that's how I was trained when I learned to write copy um and so what I do is I create what is if you might know the terminology um by like a wireframe so you might have heard of a wireframe before which is like a faux website um I like to call them copy maps and I map out your copy so your headlines and um you know your header text and just you know body paragraph text, all that good stuff, call to action buttons, imagery, everything, your navigation, different pages. I map it out in copy map form and I use um, a different program to do that. And that's how I deliver your project. So you can kind of see like 
where everything would go. And also the designers I work with love that too, because um, then they don't have to guess where the copy would go or how it should be styled. Um, so yeah, it's just really helpful for everyone. And it's something that I really enjoy doing because I'm a very visual, very visual person. And I just, I enjoy creating those and it just helps me with my projects. Um, and I've just found everyone enjoys them overall. So bonus asset for me would be to go ahead and pop your brand colors and any imagery into that folder as well so that I can just edit your copy map accordingly to look as closely to a real website or sales page as possible. All right, so now that you have a list of helpful assets, here's how I recommend organizing them. So we just went through everything that you would need, right? And so I know I talked about like creating folders and, and whatnot, but here's like, you know, just like a three-step process to make it a little easier for you. So the first thing is like create a shareable Google Drive folder and name it like something along the lines of for contractors. <laughs> um, so that, that way you won't forget what it is and why you created it. Just call it like four contractors or something along those lines. And then within that main Google Drive folder, create subfolders within it for each asset, right? So create a folder for your testimonials, for your FAQs, for your offer information, for prior brand strategy work, for market research, for you know your branding and imagery. Um, so the subfolders within that main folder that, you know, as your brand grows and evolves, you can keep things organized and easy to identify for your contractors. You can kind of just like drag, drop, delete things that are irrelevant, you know, pop things in each folder and then share your folder or subfolders as you see fit with contractors or team members who need specific items. I wish I would have done this so, so long ago, um, not for just working with one-off contractors, but because when I brought my VA on, I had to create all these things anyways so that she would have access to this for when we're doing just different things. Um, so so yeah, it just saves so much time and energy up front and it'll just make, again, it'll make your working relationship with your copywriter and other service providers so much more smooth and streamlined. And they're just gonna, you know, they're gonna enjoy working with you just as much as you enjoy working with them if their process is anything like mine, okay? So feel free to add to your folder over time, depending on what people need from you, of course. And I promise taking the time to do this now will save you so much time and headache rather than having to do it in the moment, okay? Not to mention, like I said, you'll have a much better working relationship with your contractors by helping everyone stay organized so they don't have to bug you for every little thing you might forget to give them because I feel like that's what happens is, you know, when you work with a new contractor, they're like, okay, I need this, 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 and this for you. And then you get a third of it done. And then, um, you know, you might forget, you get, you get busy, like you're serving your own clients, you're doing your own things in your business and then you forget to complete the rest and they're kind of like you know your project start date comes along and they don't have what they need and they're emailing you saying hey can you get this to me can you get this to me and you're getting it last minute and it just it doesn't feel great for anyone okay um, so doing these two simple but incredible, incredibly impactful things before you hire a copywriter can definitely help you look and feel way more put together if that's your goal and make the most of your investment and help you get back to your business instead of spending energy searching for, creating, and gathering materials. All right, I hope this was super helpful and allows you to get your next copy project off of your plate so you can spend your time in ways that will make a greater impact on and in your business. 
Don't forget to check out the show notes for that um, checklist. It's a complimentary checklist that just covers everything that we went over today so that you can use it to start creating that Google Drive folder, getting your offer ready, creating those subfolders, gathering materials, all that good stuff. It's a cute little checklist. And until next time, cheers and chat soon. Well, fancy meeting you here. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you found this episode or the podcast in general helpful, would you do me a quick favor and leave a review? It literally takes less than five minutes and helps others like yourself hear about the show so they can tune in too. My podcast team and I, aka my husband, would be forever grateful and it would just bless all of our work. Cheers and see you in the next episode.